And welcome to Oh, oh God. God. This is another episode of our podcast where we talk about things that are interesting to us. My name is Zimbro. And my name is Retz. Spring break. Am I right? You are totally right. This is a time of relaxation and rejuvenation from what we call our life in the classroom. It's just a time for us to get away. What are you going to do with your extended spring break? Well, we had a couple things. My pregnant wife and I were going to go on a weekend getaway to Kansas City. We had a nice Airbnb. We had massages planned. We had time at a flea market planned, which we love open flea markets outside and sadly that is now canceled how about you well i was actually thinking about getting massage but i'm kind of worried are massages worth it i love massages you do i would get a massage anywhere with anyone i don't even care if it's in like some back alley (laughs) oh my god i have to tell you about my worst massage experience your worst one yes It was in Vegas. There are videos on Facebook that we posted directly after that massage because it was Amber, me, my friend um, Richard, and my best friend Ben. Mm -hmm. And so there was this, I think it was a foot massage place or a reflexology place in Vegas. Really? And it was super cheap. And so we're like, yeah, let's do it, let's do it. So we go and... I am literally, Amber and I are in a room. (laughs) We are in a room with like two men, two other men getting massages. And like usually when you get a massage, you take your clothes off, right? I I don't know. I've never had one. So I started taking my clothes off and the lady was like, oh, no, 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 we don't take our clothes off. (laughs) And so she gave me a, like a tank top, a white tank top. And it was a size medium. (laughs) size medium. I look like a can of busted biscuits. (laughs) I fit my ass. Like the things that you (laughs) hit on the countertop? Yes. Yes. Seriously. So we went through this. All I hear is Amber next to me moaning in pain. And I am sitting there laughing my ass off. Now that is only half of the story. It was the most painful massage I've ever received in my life. But the other side of the story is that Ben, he was actually in this other room. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they took him to another room. It happened to be their break room. So he's getting his massage, (laughs) and there's some dude eating a banana and drinking a (laughs) cup of coffee beside him. How relaxing. And he was like, okay, I can deal with this, whatever. I'm getting a cheap massage. I'm, I'm good. But then, all of a sudden, he heard this... The guy who was giving him the massage had crawled up on Ben's back and was using the ceiling tiles to support his weight as he, like, crunched on his back with his feet. Ooh. Yeah. That can't be regulated. I... I don't know if I've ever laughed so hard in all my life, to be quite <laughs> honest. That was the worst. But typically, so massages are awesome. The video is us afterwards, like just laughing. Yes, like what did we just get into? I've never seen Amber laugh so hard. She was laughing so hard she cried. Oh my gosh, it was so terrible. 
we'll have to post a link to that, those videos. Yes, I would like to see that sometime. See, I am been thinking about getting a massage because of the stress. I know. From the season. Oh, his back just popped. Oh, yes. That's, yeah. It's like a daily thing. Yeah. It's like an every hour thing. But, so I'm planning on getting a massage. And then I really want to watch some shows. I've been watching some true crime. Oh, I love true crime. There's a show on Hulu that I've been watching. Now, I'm not sponsored by Hulu, but if I was... <laughs> sponsor us, Hulu. <laughs> yes, sponsor us now. But really, I've been watching the Lake Erie murders. Um, you mentioned that, and I think that we are going to start watching the Lake Erie murders. It's, it's really, really good. Um, very sad, because some of the murders are still unsolved, and they've Yikes. been like 25, 30 years, yeah. which is very interesting. Um, but yeah, I really want to finish up that show, and then I'm not sure what else. I'm probably going to sit around. I'm probably going to clean my house a little bit yep. and do some cooking. Disinfect. Disinfect, yeah. And then I probably will go see my niece. She's so cute. Yes, she is. But that's my spring break. I, we, our plan is to watch the Lake Erie murders after we're done watching our birthing videos birthing videos we are watching our hospital does not offer in-person birthing classes well if anyone knows me they know that i may have a little hard time with the birth um so i'm trying to get myself like ready and amped up to go i'm trying to like get over that shock factor of what i'm gonna see <laughs> <laughs> and since our our hospital doesn't offer it we've been watching this lady from arizona do these birthing videos and they are very graphic very graphic. What do you mean by very? Um, like you can see everything? Yes. Yep. Which is good for me. I need to see everything without exposure. sounding like a creep. <laughs> I need it. I need it. So Amber's not pushing and I'm passed out on the floor. Yeah. Oh, that would be bad. But yeah, they they've cover lots of different things like breathing techniques and, and places of comfort. And what I, as Amber's coach, I love that title, what I'm supposed to do during the birth to support her because there are different phases of birth and in like two of those phases like she can't really talk that much which I didn't know about really you can't talk. yeah like she's so into what she's doing that she can't sometimes express what she needs or what she wants so that's Weird. where the coach comes in and they help in the birthing plan mm-hmm so that's interesting go fight win Go fight win. Lake Erie murders and birthing videos, am I right? <laughs> you know what I will be doing, though? What? I have really gotten into, now this sounds weird, but I've really gotten into popcorn. And Oh. Yes, so every night, this is probably terrible for my digestive tract, I don't know, I've been making popcorn. I love it. And I will probably make a lot of popcorn over spring break. So that is my spring break. I make a good popcorn. You do make a good popcorn. Little ranch seasoning. Ooh, that ranch seasoning, that tang.
spring break is a fantastic time to just kind of relax and spend some time with family and doing things that you want without the stress of grading and school and coaching and directing and things like that. So I think that we should talk about some self-care tips. Totally. As somebody that needs some self-care. Totally. We could definitely talk about that. Yes. So take us back to um, being in like the the very busy part of your season where you have things coming up and you have deadlines due and you have, um, how many kids do you have on your speech team? 40. Okay, so what do you do to make it through those stressful times? Well, okay, so I have to laugh because this season, it's my first year coaching. Yes. It's also my first year teaching. Yeah, so everything's new. It's also my first year being alive. What? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, man. Everybody just sees me and they're like, it's the first year guy. No, yes. but um, so this season has been one I will remember forever, but I have some really great kids. I just remember there was one moment at speech practice that I almost lost my cool. <laughs> um, I was sitting there, I was working on visual aids. Those of you that may not know what visual aids are, so like for our informative speeches where students pick a topic and they come up in front of the room and they inform you about whatever it is that they're talking about. Yes. Um, this year we had a girl do one on fonts. Oh. Well, so I'm making her visual aids, which are like the posters that have the pictures that she can point at and show people. And they have to be super professional looking. If there's like one little tiny thing wrong, you have to redo them, which is totally infuriating. Yes, definitely. Well, I was three drafts in to one <laughs> oh, of her gosh. poster boards and I'm in my room and I'm the only one that has access to the printer as yes. like the teacher. Um, so I'm working on these visual aids. I'm printing, I'm printing, I'm printing. I'm sending people to go get stuff. People are coming to me asking questions. And at one point, I swear I had like 16 people surrounded me, surrounding me <laughs> at my desk. There was probably only four, but oh, in the gosh. moment it felt like 16. Yes. And they all were going, Z, Mr. Z, Mr. Z, Coach Zimba, Zimba, Zimba. And I just felt like like a mama bird that needed to feed her kids. And you but, only had one little scrap of food. Yeah, and they were all wanting it at the same time. Yeah. Um, that was a moment where I took a step back. I told everybody that they needed to also take a step back. Yes. And I took a deep breath and I got through that. But more so when I think of self-care, I think of long-term things, right? Yes, totally. Um, what I do for self-care in the long term is I really focus on the things that I enjoy and the things that get me away from my work. So I really like cooking, and during the speech season, I didn't have much time for cooking, but I made time. So like when That's I knew that's so important. Mm -hmm, when I knew I would have a late night of practice, I would often go on my computer and find a recipe at lunch. I'd go to the store, I'd buy the stuff to make that recipe, and then after speech practice that night, I'd come home and I would just leave all my work at school and I'd just go to the kitchen and kind of work through my stress by cutting vegetables and sure. making a pot of stew <laughs> and stuff like that. So that's what I do for my self-care, but Retzloff. And I think that what you said um, about you taking a step back and that you had your kids take a step back, I think that it's so important to create boundaries. Mm -hmm. And I think that kids need those boundaries. I think that they... Well, their boundaries are often forgotten. Yes. They just think we're here 
strictly for them, but we are also humans Absolutely. that need our own things. Yes, and so it is good to establish those and just make sure that everybody's on the same page as mm -hmm. far as boundaries go and knowing that it's okay to say no sometimes mm -hmm. and that I can't help you right now or I can't help you yet. The power of yet. The power of yet. One other thing I do is sometimes, now I'm not super proud of this because I do still play some games. Sure. But um, it's one way that I can at least get my mind off of what's on my mind immediately. Yes. And focus on something else. Absolutely. But what are you? What do you do when you're de-stressing? Um, when I am de-stressing, I like silence. Mm -hmm. I think that um, sometimes that's hard, especially with two kids of my own. Um, when I come home from work, I need like ten minutes. So like that movie from Dead Silence. What I've never seen it. I think there's a movie out there where like if they hear a single noise, the monster or creature like freaks out. Do you become that creature when you get home? Um, <laughs> my kids might say yes. <laughs> no, but I just need like 10 minutes. I just need to sit with my feet up for like 10 minutes and then I'm good. Then I can like transition from school life to home life and it's easier than me getting home and then immediately having to do one thing or another. It just kind of helps me get into that transition. So that's what I do. I take 10 minutes to chill and then I can go about my home life. You know, I was reading um, online the other day about some ways to stress, and I read about coloring books. Have you heard? I have an Edgar Allan Poe um, adult coloring book. What is your thoughts on adult coloring and de-stressing? I like it, except I'm, I am a bit of a perfectionist, mm -hmm. and so I mess up, and then I get pissed off, and so I just turn the page and start over. <laughs> <laughs> Like, literally, you look at my Edgar Allan Poe book, and they're, like, unfinished pages with, like, one error. <laughs> it stresses me out to mess up. I think that defeats the purpose. I know. <laughs> and then um, I've also found that I'm more successful with colored pencils than I am markers. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mess up more with markers. See, I'm a crayon guy. A what? A crayon. Crayon? Crayon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How so, do you say crayon? It's not crane. Crayon. There you go. You did it. I hate that. My daughter is also a crayon goyle. See, I I prefer a, a sharp crayon <laughs> after. <laughs> Am I saying it right? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Just kidding. I prefer a sharp writing utensil. Absolutely. When I am coloring because I don't know the way that like the what is it inside there wax? Yeah. Yeah the way the wax sure. just like melts off onto the paper and then I also have seen videos of people scraping the wax off to just leave the pigment there and it makes a really smooth picture. Oh nice. Now that we know about the intricacies of <laughs> crayon art. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, that's one way that I read about de-stressing. I love it. I also, um, sometimes it's really nice to just like put your feet up. We have a, a thing that you lay against that massages your back. Ooh. I like that. Is it like those old men that were oh, standing on your God. back when you were on your trip? So ridiculous. <laughs>
Okay, so um, I do have a question for you. Yes, what's I that? heard that you meditate. I do meditate. Um, what do you use? What apps do you use to meditate? Well, I have used a couple, but recently I've been using Headspace. Yeah, our district uh, subscribes to that for free, which is really a really nice perk. Yes, I, I, that's how I signed up for it initially. Yeah. And I was shocked when I saw that email that we could sign up for it. Yeah, uh, me too. I think I signed up right away. I use an app called Deep Sleep, which is um, read by this like Scottish man, and it's quite lovely. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one Headspace, the reason why I like it is because you can choose like if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling um, upset, yeah. there's different sections that you can click on. Nice. But I just really like using it because it helps me stay calm. And I think that that is so important. Like, a lot of times, I mean, our day-to-day -day life is just stressful. Teaching mm -hmm. is not for everybody. And I think that, um, I mean, you find stress in any profession, but when you know that you have, um, how many students do you teach-ish? 140. Yeah, and I think I am about 90 or 80 or 90, I think. So knowing that the, that 80 or 90 and 140 are counting on you every day, I think causes stress and anxiety. And sometimes as teachers, we have to work through that. So Headspace is great for that. Yes, it is. And, you know, I have been practicing my own meditation scripts. You have? Oh. <laughs> oh, tell me more. Well... I don't know. Are are you gonna like? Are you gonna do one on the spot for us or what? No, I would never do that. <laughs> okay, bring it on. Hold on, I gotta. Let's dim the lights. Okay, the lights are dimmed. Hold on. Let me take a sip of my diet Pepsi. Looks like that's almost gone. All right, I'm closing my eyes. I'm ready for this. All right, so. Your eyes are closed. Yes. You're laying down. No, but okay. <laughs> I'm in my chair. You're in your chair, in your classroom chair. Okay, so <laughs> your life, uh, I forgot to say, this one is for letting go. Oh. Just letting things go. Let it go. Stop. Okay. <laughs> Lay back down. Oh. Ah. Your life is filled with too much business, too much hurry, and too much stress. Just for a moment, let go of all of that. There are too many machines vying for your attention with rings, beeps, flags, and badges. Just for a moment, turn them all off and put them away. Your body is tense with too much caffeine. <gasps> Calling you out. Too much anxiety and too much sense that you have to move. 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 Just for a moment, let go of all of that and sit quietly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Amber just sent me a text. Uh, that's Amber! <laughs> that's not how meditations work. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm back. I lost my place. But let me find it because I'm letting go of all that stress of not finding my place.
Let it go. So your body was tense. We already covered that. Just for a moment, let go of it all and sit quietly. Kaka, kaka. Emotions move through your body, each seeming crucial and compelling. But these emotions are simply some physical sensations. You don't need to do anything about them right now. Just for a moment, let them be. I'm not going to continue. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. You were just staring at me. <laughs> I was in a trance. By my buttery voice. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> so I was going to ask you, what are you thinking about all of these kids walking around, listening to meditations in their ear pods? I'm good with it as long as they're not like driving or something, <laughs> right? Like that's what my Scottish man in my deep sleep meditation tells me every night. Make sure that you are not driving or operating machinery. Mm -hmm. Do you think that they actually listen to meditations? No, I do not. <laughs> they, they need do. to. <laughs> they need to be listening to mass. Yes. Some of them. Mass? Like... Like church. radio mass church. <laughs> True. <laughs> Some of them walk in and I'm like, you need Jesus. You need Jesus in your life. <laughs> so, Rhett's, I know that we said last episode that we were going to play Guess That Sound. But yes. the more I thought about it, the more I wanted to tell scary stories. I love scary stories. I tell my kids Scary, scary stories all the time, and it freaks them out. See, my favorite type of scary story is the ones that you come up with on the spot. Oh, um, I've never had that experience, but I'm game. Like, what do you mean? You've never told a scary story by a fire? I have, but typically they're like a story I already know. I think that we should go back and forth with this. Mm -hmm. You think so? Yeah. Well, luckily for you. Oh, I have my crackling fire. Snap. So we have turned off our classroom lights, and Zimbro is listening to a crackling fire on YouTube. And so, we're setting the scene. We are setting our scene. Here we go. Once there was a young boy named Peggy Belt. Ooh, Peggy Belt. That's a weird name. For a boy. Yeah. And Peggy was very ornery. Hold on, let's start it out over. All right, so our classroom lights are off, and... How this is gonna work is I'll start us off, and then when I'm done, you have to pick up where I left off, okay? Okay, I can do that. All right. I won't let you down. You won't let me down. <laughs> it was a dark, stormy evening with not a single soul in sight. He was in the country at the McAllister household. Oh. Nobody was there. So we thought. Uh-oh. Then you pick us up. So, at the McAllister household, Mom McAllister and Father McAllister were gone for a night out on the town and they left their oldest son, who was 14 years old, 
to take care of his younger brother and sister, ages eight and nine. And there he is. He's in the living room. He had just put his brother and sister to bed. So he goes in the living room and he goes, I'm gonna watch what every, did you say 13 year old or 14? 14, I think. Every 14 year old boy wants to watch in 2020, The Breakfast Club. Oh. So he turns on The Breakfast Club and he hears this. Oh. From outside. Scared, he looks through the window as his parents have taught him not to open the door. And so he looks out the window and all he can, he can't really see anything. So he runs and he turns on the porch light and he looks as far as he can, but there is nothing he can see. See is the reflective light of two eyes against that light. He's not sure what type of eyes they are or who they belong to. A cat? A human? We don't know. We don't. Yet. Yet. The power of yet. Ah. But anyway, so he's he rushes back inside after seeing the lights gazing at him from a distance. He rushes upstairs, goes into his sister's room and says, there's something outside, but I'm not sure what. And she says, what? Well, I'm tired. I just want to go back to bed. So she goes back to bed. He races into his brother's room and he says, there's something outside. You should come look at it with me. And? And then he and his younger brother, eight years old, traverse the staircase down to the lower level. One toe at a time. One squeaky, squeaky, one toe at a time. They take those stairs down and they peer out into the yard. The yard is illuminated by that one porch light. And what they see changes their lives forever. So they run back inside <laughs> and they go up to the sister's room. But she's nowhere to be found. <gasps> oh no. They yell, they scream. Most importantly, they pause the breakfast club <laughs> and they get the phone and they call. They try and call 911, but the phone has been disconnected. Cut. Cut on purpose. So now they look at each other <clears throat> and they say, What do we do? What do we do? I don't know. They go back outside because it's the only place that they know that their sister might be. After searching the entire house, they head out the front door. After they look around and their sister is nowhere to be found, the only place they can guess that she might be is out in that front yard. And so they slowly open the front door but on the way out, the door stops. It's stuck in a place. They can't move it. It's only like open 30 degrees or something. Whoa. And they try to budge it, but then they look on the floor and they see their sister. She's dead. <gasps> Freaked out. They slam the door shut. 
pitting her lifeless body. No. And they run back inside. But as they get inside, they turn around. And they enter a new... (laughs) (laughs) They enter a new society. What? (laughs) They walk through the wardrobe. So they're lying in the the wardrobe. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, you had me going. I know. I, my heart was pounding there for a second. They turned off the breakfast club. That's all that matters. That is all that matters. My favorite part of that movie is when that girl shakes her dandruff hair on a piece of paper <laughs> to make it snow. <laughs> but we'll never forget the outro. The what? The outro of what? that movie. What is that? And they're all walking out. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that that was called an outro. An outro. Tra- outro. Yes, whatever it's called. I yeah, don't know. the ending. Yes. Um, but yeah, so that was our story time with Rhett's and Zimbro. You know, stay tuned for a lot more story times because I'm sure, again, we have a lot to talk about because, oh God, we're in education. And oh God, <coughs> our lives have a lot to tell us. Yes. So in the midst of all of this uncertainty, where as uh, for the first time in education, we are um, teachers without kids, basically. Um, Thoughts on that, Zimbro? Well, it is very weird to not have any students here, but still be working on the stuff that we're going to do week to week. And I know for a lot of us teachers, we've had to kind of restructure how we want things to look. Big time. We don't know if we're going to be out for six weeks. We don't know if we're going to be out for three weeks. It's all minute by minute changing by the day. Um, But the major thing that I've been focusing on is how I am going to get my kids the same material that they need in class. How are you doing that? So I think that what we're all trying to do here is not overwhelm students because this is very new for them as well. I think that most of us use the platform Google Classroom, so that helps, that that's already established, that kids are used to that. Um, But basically, we're all stripping apart our curriculum, trying to find, like, what is, like, the most essential parts of it so that our kids don't get overwhelmed at home with, you know, six, seven different classes Mm -hmm. that they have to prepare all these different assignments for. (laughs) What kinds of things are you doing to prepare for your e-learning? Well, I'm using Google Slides. That's a good one. Because I use that every day in my classroom. Sure. But so what I've kind of put together is a a one-stop shop slides document that I can post on a Monday, and then on a Friday they'll pick that up or they'll turn that in. But every day that I have a task, because I'm only splitting it into different tasks, every day that I have a task I'm making a video using Screencastify. That's awesome. And it was previously a, a... paid or it previously cost money right yes it did cost money in the past i think it was like 50 bucks or something like that to use it but now with all this covid 19 stuff going on they've extended it and made it free for all educators that's fantastic because it's a great service talk about what kind of what it does well so what you can do is you'll add it to your chrome extensions and once it's added to chrome you can kind of click on it and then it'll open up the setting where you can record your screen, you can record your webcam, and you can record your microphone. All kind of explaining materials that you want your kids to do. So today I actually made one about word choice and you were here for that, weren't you? Yes, I was. 
which was great because I, I think one part that some teachers might be a little leery of is like, I don't want to be on webcam so my kids can see me the whole time. And one of the nice features about um, Castify, what is it? Screencastify. One of the nice things about Screencastify is that you don't have to see yourself. I mean, you can um, solely dedicate your, um, your viewers, what they're seeing, to your computer screen or a particular browser, mm -hmm. um, which is super nice. Yeah, and I think that's nice too because I know I'm a visual learner and being able to see the stuff that kids have to do yes. and talk through it, I think is so beneficial for what we're trying to do with our online learning spot. Because I know there's teachers out there that are just gonna post once a week and just call it good. Yes. But I also think that being an active member in their learning is important and knowing that we're not gone. Because the kids can see the effort. Yes, totally. That will be very apparent in the coming days. Outside of online learning though, we're all just trying our best to get the kids what they need. It is weird having to prepare an online lesson Definitely. and a print lesson yes. that the kids can pick up True. if they do not have internet for some reason. Yeah, about 7% of our district does not have internet, which that creates its own struggles. Mm -hmm. And so we're working around all of those different things to bring the best stuff we can to our kids. Yes. All right, well, I think that that is all we have for you today because we have to get to a faculty online meeting. Yes, we have to Via, zoom in. We have to zoom in. With our principal, and we have a meeting at 2.30 today. So we will talk to you all later. You have been listening to Oh, oh God. God with Rutz and Zimbro. Have a great day.